Welcome to our Advent edition of Crosstalk, where God's word of faith, hope, and love fills us and prepares us to worship Christ, the newborn King. Here's youth minister Blake Wright. Today's reading comes from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. It reads, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Happy Christmas week, everyone. Even though Christmas might not look like what we had all hoped for this year, I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas with your family. I'm going to be breaking down today's scripture a little bit more than I have in my past crosstalks because I've found this reading to be kind of confusing. Even though it seems straightforward, Isaiah is prophesying about Jesus, it's actually more in-depth than that. Just a little bit of historical context of Isaiah 9 before we jump in. Isaiah is speaking to people living in three time periods, before the Babylonian exile, during the Babylonian exile, and after the Babylonian exile. In chapter 9, Isaiah is speaking to the southern kingdom of Israel, which is Judah, before the Babylonian exile. Israel and Syria are pressuring Judah to form a coalition against Assyria. Now Ahaz, the king of Judah, is afraid to go against Assyria, So he sends a king's ransom to Assyria, asking for their help. Isaiah spoke into a situation where Judah felt powerless, and they were afraid of the rulers to their north. As their enemies only seemed to grow in strength and tighten their grasp, they didn't know if God was for them or against them, or if he had simply abandoned them. And among Isaiah's prophecies about their future defeat, exile and return, he included two prophetic visions of a child who would represent God's presence, embody his characteristics, and bear the responsibility of governing his people. So thinking back to the verse that I read you, the first thing that you probably picked up on is that this is a prophecy about the coming of Jesus. Now something that may not have gotten as much of your attention is what this child will be called. Now, some of you might be like, Blake, we already know who this is. The baby's name's going to be Jesus, and he's going to come to earth, and he's going to save the world. Which, yes, this is true, but also pay attention to the titles that Isaiah gives this child. Verse 6 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, in Prince of Peace. The titles that Isaiah gives this child all reflect attributes of God. Isaiah is telling us in this reading that this child who is to be born isn't just your average child, rather he is God. Now sure, he's going to be human, but more importantly, he's going to be a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, and the Prince of Peace. Now two of the titles this child will bear Wonderful Counselor and Prince of Peace could apply to a mortal human. And in a time when Judah desperately needed wisdom and peace, these would have been traits that they greatly desired in a leader. But the other two, Mighty God and Everlasting Father, are names that would seem to clearly apply to God. 
But the Israelites weren't expecting God to be born and live among them. They had no concept of the incarnation. And the names and titles always carried symbolic weight to remind the Israelites about who their God was. Now in verse 6, we see the reference to Jesus having the government on his shoulders. And also looking to verse 7, the first line we read is, Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. I found this part of the scripture to be the most interesting because Jesus didn't come to run for the presidential or governmental office. He came to die for our sins and show us that we are loved, forgiven, and cared for. So what do these phrases mean? All of this governmental talk about the child has nothing to do with making decisions for a country or state, but it has everything to do with how this child, Jesus, will bear the responsibility of governing the people. Now, this isn't just a specific country or group of people, but this is for everyone. Jesus' coming was for everyone. And Isaiah is also letting Judah know that, oh, by the way, after this child comes and quote-unquote dies, his greatness of government and peace will still be there. It's never going away. This child's reign on the throne isn't one that is happening for just a moment. It's not like what we experience in modern day politics. Rather, his reign is going to be forever into eternity. See, the only king who could reign forever is the one who would live forever. And the only one who could rightfully hold God's titles was God himself. Israel was looking for an immediate remedy to their physical and political problems. Now, God's solution wouldn't come for centuries, but it would last forever. And Jesus reigns to this day. Listen to that again. Jesus reigns to this day. So be encouraged by that. Jesus is with you. He cares for you. And he loves you. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to come and govern over all of us. Lord, I thank you that his reign never ends and that we are made clean in his name. Lord, I pray for everyone in their family this Christmas. And even though for some, this Christmas may not look the same, I pray that they would focus on the thing that does, which is you and your love for us. So be with us this Christmas, Lord, and keep us safe. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.